Welcome to the Just Cafe Podcast. Yeah. Hey, Cafe. Hey, hey. Cafe, it's me. It's you. It's you. Let me take your time. Welcome to the Just Cafe Podcast. And we are in episode two. Okay, so we are in this season where we are saying we are I'm divorced but not defeated. And those of you that will be listening to this podcast will be getting a lot of insight and sharing of my experiences so that we can learn from it and, you know, get to have better relationships and build better marriages. Yes, I am not against marriage. Contrary, on contrary, people are like, oh, we look up to Kathy. You are my worst mother. Look at her. She's the one that you girls look up to. And she's divorcing. What does she want all our young girls to think? How does she want them to look at? They should look at me as someone who went into marriage honestly, built and have a beautiful family. And when it got toxic and it became threatening to both life and destiny, she got out. Look back at her fails, dust herself up, got up, and tried again. So that's what they should be. And this is also for those girls that are looking up to me as role models to say, don't make my mistakes. Don't rush into marriage. Look before you leap. Take all those counseling um, lessons. Read, watch, absorb information that will, first of all, cook you. You need to be done first before you go and be undone somewhere else. You need to be done because if you are not done and you enter that relationship broken, oh my God, you're going to have sharp urges that are going to like tear you apart. So it is important to go in whole Two singles. The ability to be single is the ability to come whole. Even Adam was whole before he presented Eve. Singleness was the first thing that God was able to achieve. The ability for man and this has nothing to do with gender. The ability for man to be whole in himself, to be able to, you know, cater to the world, you know, be resourceful, be industrious. And God saw that and God replicated that in woman and fine-tuned it so that it can be an absorption and an alignment. And even God did not force even Adam. He presented that and he said, this shall be, shall be. Meaning he made a decision. Shall be bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. You understand that? So at the end of the day, even the way God treats us, it doesn't even force us to love him. He says, make your decision. He desires for us to be, you know, to be with him, but he gives us will, power. Do you understand? So it is not my will for any young person to be in my shoes when it comes to the brokenness of my marriage, but it is for my will. It is my will for them to strengthen themselves before it, both male and female, to understand the implication of it, that marriage is a weapon that God uses to penetrate the earth. Marriage is not a place for people to come and be finding out somebody that will come and be to come and be your emotional uh, fixer, slave, master, and somebody that will just help you. Just you are looking for everybody's looking for helper inside the marriage. Uh-uh. You should be good by yourself when you come in. Your purpose and alignment aligns where you guys can power up each other and what you're powering up is not selfish desires it's what it is that allows you to become who you are to be but you know through the will of god and god has a purpose for everybody so i don't think god is going to throw away his purpose for your emotional feelings of love and excitement no what is the use of a weapon when the two okay imagine a man is the gun and the woman is supposed to be the bullet, but the woman is purposed 
That is what happens when two people that are not, they're not, you know, equally yoked, if we want to use that word, come together. You, then they want to say, yeah, let's go, fire. The, the ammunition looks so real. It looks beautiful on the outside, fantastic, beautiful family. They look exciting. Yay, they are wonderful. But when they fire, fire, boom, it's boom, boom, that comes out. So what use are you to God even? What use is your marriage? The idea that God formed marriage for, what use is it if the two elements that form in it are not formed for that warfare? Marriage is an assignment. It's not a trophy. It's not a, it's not, uh, you know, with the way we even do prayer, uh, oh, Father, let me be right, let me be married. It's, no, it's not let me be married, let me be married. Let me be me, let me be whole. Let me be fruitful, let me be able to multiply. Let me be youthful so that by the time I meet another, another force that is like me, when they say like me, it doesn't mean that like in the exact form. Or they like me in terms of we align in the, what you want us to you want to use us for. Because let me tell you something. Do you think if you're not married, God is not going to use you? Because let, let's get let's not get it twisted. Yeah, are we saying that a married person is better is more better than a single person? Is that what we are saying? Because the way people attack single, divorced, or people that are not entirely married, it's almost like you are not a human being when you say you're not, you don't want to be married, or you're not a human being the moment you say you don't want it again. Or you stop being a human being because you say, you know what? I want to focus on something else. Because guess what? God did not, God said it's not good for man to be alone because being alone and being single are two different things. It's not a state of loneliness. It's in from the idea of alignment and purpose. And that's why when he decided to create Eve, he put some AI intelligence, you know, he upgraded some things because there's a functionality to the individuals and there's a functionality to their together. Yes, together is more powerful. But does that mean separated is, 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 is totally scum? No. You're still an individual entity. God says win every soul. He didn't say win pairs of souls. Every soul matters. It's not until you're a pair before your soul matters. Because that's what has happened. That's what has driven some people to die inside marriage now because they feel their entire value as a human being, eh, as Totally go and for me, I believe that I can get it right again. As long as it's God's it's God's will for me, I can get it right again. If he has done it before, he can do it. In fact, that's the song I want to play right now. I want to inspire you as I was inspiring myself. That if my God can do it before and give me an amazing see my children now, see now, see now. Because they don't make mistakes, dear. You understand? I didn't lose. I just needed to recalibrate and do things better. You understand? And that is what it is right now. Okay? If he has done it before, he can do it again. Hey, 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 Back hey. Up where you had Come it. on. Ah. What? Hey. hey, tell yourself, come on. If he did it before, he can do it again. If he did it before, he can do it again. One, two, one, two, three, two, three. Come on. Yeah. 
tell you something don't let anybody make you feel like you are a complete failure in life just because you feel that something or one thing or anything at all i don't care whether it's marriage or business or what come on like we forgive ourselves when we when we go wrong in business we forgive ourselves when we when we when we feel our friendship and all of that come on Marriage is not a do or die. It's just that when you go there, you went, you go there to do what? To you said to death do us part. That means that you are hoping to to live together forever. But if it doesn't happen, you can separate and realign and recalibrate. There's no, no see, there's nothing like one person for you for the rest of your life. It's not possible. We are six billion people who have experiences with each other. We would. And in failure is where God also injects his, his mission. You understand? And for me, a gallant soldier, I'm a gallant soldier now for God and for purpose. So if he has made my journey like this, put me on a pedestal where it looks beautiful, it looks right, and, it, and, and the breaking, brokenness come in as a test of my faith and my will and my love for God, so be it because God has definitely realigned my purpose. And right now, I'm right here in front of you going to fix my way up in the presence of you all. I'll be right back. Mwah. Yeah, welcome to my world. Yes, yes, it has been ah, it's heating up, it's heating up. So let's go. I don't want to break my flow of my water. So I need to talk about you know my need, and that is my brokenness. Sometimes we need to look into ourselves and say, what is making us need someone every time? Like we can't like some of us are in relationship addicts. Like if you are not in a relationship, you just feel incomplete, you feel alone, you feel dejected, you feel like the world doesn't want you, you just feel, 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 feel. That is where your crack is. You need to go and mend that place. It's important for us to pay attention to every information and reaction that we have towards everything. Even your anger is a valid emotion. It has information for you. Your joy is a valid emotion. It has information for you. My therapist, Dr. Uwa, taught me that. He made me see clearly into it and say, why do you feel this certain way? Why Excuse me, why do you speak this certain way? What, what, why do you react this certain way? Have you thought about why you reacted? Have you thought about why you saw? What do you think formed your selection? What do you think formed this process? Do you understand? Like, we need to find answers. There is light in information. And it will inform us on how to deal with it from inside, outside. You cannot, you don't have power over what somebody else will do, but you have a power over your reaction, how you take it. See, your state of being and manifesting as a human being comes from inside of you, outside. And I kept chasing companionship, chasing romance, chasing. I'm supposed to attract it. If I live what I'm looking for, it will come in the right form. Sometimes that is all we need. That is my mantra for, for life now. If I'm going to get into another relationship, I ain't chasing I got to attract it. I need to be. You want somebody zesty? Be zesty. You want somebody nice? Be nice. You want somebody kind? Be kind. Do you understand? Yes, there are some people that regardless of who you are within, there, will be, there can be something else. Nobody is perfect. However, you know your boxes and you know the ones you want checked. And if somebody checks over 90% of that box, that 10%, look into it and find out where you can live with it. That's where compromise comes in. That's where sacrifice comes in. But don't go and compromise and sacrifice to the detriment of your being. You don't understand that God cannot use you when you are not 
in capacity of you of yourself it is harder it derails your it derails vision it derails destiny it derails purpose do you understand like well, if you die now what are you going to go and be doing in heaven as in what this, the assignment ends here what heaven is is just is heaven what are you going to do this is where god is manifesting himself this is where he's showing himself he has heaven covered Earth is where his his glory is. It's an expression of itself. You know, we are made in his image and likeness. So we are God reflecting back. God is love. And to love, he needs to spew himself so he can give love. And we have to give love. And we have to be like, come on. Come on, somebody. I'm preaching here. <laughs> so now all of that is one thing. Another thing I want to talk about is something that is very common, especially with we women, you know. Men maybe, but a lot in women is the fixer syndrome. As in, I am such a fixer. Like I'm an empath, number one, because I absorb people's emotion, what they are going through, and I turn it to my own. And it can be draining. Whew. Being an empath is very good, but uh, yeah, I had to learn. I had to go into emotional intelligence classes, clarity coaching classes to even understand what that is. But one thing is important: the fixer syndrome. I kept feeling that. What I am can fix somebody else. I just kept, I just believed in it so strongly. I believe so much that, you know, I have, if somebody is in this situation and I know that situation is bad and I can identify that it's bad, I might just have the answer to help them see good in it. And sometimes good intentions can be done wrongly, communicated wrongly, or can meet a, a, a defensive wall. Does that mean it's not good? Yes, it can, but there's time, tactic, strategy, and emotional intelligence that needs to be a play at play when you're dealing with another human being, which is also why it matters who you brought to your life. Because you can have all the right intention, have the right strategy, have everything. But what if the person doesn't have the capacity? Like they could innocently not have the capacity. So they might want to do it right, but they can't sustain it. They don't have the capacity. How do you build that? They need to build that on their own. So that is very important because the fixer syndrome also in me made me let go of a lot of red flags that, okay, you know what, this thing, I think with love, this can change. No, this one, when we, when we are together, it will change. I, see that thing that Pastor Chris is talking about, that you want to, didn't change it before marriage. You now want to change it inside marriage. It follows you. If our marriage amplifies it, he is so right. I am a living testimony of any pastor or anybody that has preached that. You cannot fix it outside. You can't leave it outside rot and inside want to fix it. We think that marriage is one hospital surgery bed no 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 no. marriage is a place it's, it's a battleground so if you go in unprepared you are naked and you're going to be susceptible to attack but yeah because you're on a mission so you're already it's like going into a vr game and you go with no weapon nothing you're not prepared either physically trained tactically trained nothing and you just enter war zone that's what it is and it's under attack but the devil doesn't want that force that of alignment he's attacking it constantly so it's battle. So that idea that I can fix it, I can fix this person, it's me. And it's the inner teacher coach in me. You understand? I can't coach another human being to, to what they are. And again, another thing that I, that I also learned is that because I had my own personal need that needed to be sorted by me, I was seeking those things in the other person, which is unfair. It's unfair for you not to be, to find love for yourself. I want somebody else to be the one to feeling the love. He, uh, I learned that it was a hard lesson that I, that I learned in life. Another thing I want to talk about is, um, uh, red flags. 
you know, red flags. There were a lot of red flags that I completely, um, from a place of, okay, it can be better, oh, but this person is nice. This person is, see, they are nice guys. They are cool ladies. They are beautiful, calm, talking, smooth, sexy, with fantastic sex kind of people. But they might just be toxic to your alignment, to your being, to your inner peace. And that's why we settle. Because some of those things, they feel so good. Do you understand? But they are so bad for you. And lastly, before I go, one of the things that I want to advise against is I let emotion, and I'm a very passionate person, and I let emotions and passion and passion lead. Emotion is fine. But they are like this. Very volatile. They come and they go. They come and they go. They come and they go. When they are not there, you now, your eye will clear to the reality of what you are. Then they come rushing back in. It's okay to add, use emotions to drive, you know, it's like, it's almost like icing on a cake. It's not supposed to be the cake. You need to use logic, reality, and the fact that you need to have a vision for life. What is your vision in life? If your partner aligns with your vision, then no matter what it is that they have, that other person might consider toxic. He might work for you. That's why they say the marriage, their bed of marriage is undefiled. Some things work for some people. Oh, they are fine. Some women are fine with their husband cheating. It is fantastic to them. It's okay. This other side is sorted, and that's all that matters to them. It matters. That's how it matters to them. That is whatever rocks your boat. Me, I'm speaking to those that they want it truthful honest clean you understand whatever rocks your boat if you want this type then i'm here for you but if you are the type that you know also everybody has different backgrounds so people if your man never beats them they don't believe that they are the man loves them so if they don't have a jealous partner they just believe that you know a man that just likes them is boring so i don't know we have to have we are twisted and which is the reason why we should live and let live you understand so there there are a lot of red flags that i Threw away, you understand, not completely, but from a place of because I love him, I would I compromise, I would sacrifice, but they mattered to me and how I live. But I felt because of all the pressure of a woman must submit. I didn't understand what submission was at that time, and that is where you know the redefinition, redefining submission for me was really critical because I was submitting to a lot of rubbish because I didn't want my partner to feel less of me because I was richer, I was more popular, you understand? A lot of things I was more than, and I didn't want him to be intimidated by that, and I was succumbing to a lot of things just to show love, and it didn't really work out, really, it, it didn't work out. So that's all for this episode, and on to the next one, episode three, where we'll be going deeper into other um, concerns that you have and reacting to wrong, how, even how you react to wrong can be wrong. You could be justified, but you could be wrong. And there were a lot of mistakes I made in that area. So until that time, I want to continue my music that is making me happy to know that, look, divorce is not condemnation. You can still get it right again. Okay? Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>